everyone, Lauren and Joseph here from Bone Chillers Podcast. Welcome to our fourth episode. Um, yeah, welcome back. Uh, a lot of people really liked your stories from last week, Joseph, especially the Bigfoot one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm, I was glad to see so many people basically reinforce that he's a giant joke. And that's not really very scary. <laughs> I mean, we uh, also had somebody, our aunt, who said that she actually um, met somebody who said that their mom had seen Sasquatch up where she lived upstate New York um, and allegedly <laughs> had pictures and stuff, which is quite funny. So we actually have a firsthand, well, I guess a little bit um, distant, but somebody we know who knows somebody who has seen them which was quite funny yeah um, <laughs> it's pretty so, weird that someone would be so concerned for bigfoot that they would yeah. want to have him or it marked as an endangered species exactly yes so <laughs> <laughs> the story was allegedly that um so our aunt was a judge um for a little while upstate and somebody had gone to her with pictures i guess quite concerned about you know seeing him it her whatever and um yeah was concerned and wanted to make it an endangered species and our aunt was like well that's sorry that's not really something i can do so, so she sent hmm. her away to like the environmental conservationists <laughs> who were not very happy with that but yeah quite funny. yeah <laughs> poor bigfoot he's always just going to be misunderstood <laughs> yeah seems like it yeah um so i thought this week we could talk about urban legends that are quite prevalent in sleepovers um are there any that you've heard of so you, the most i guess famous one is bloody mary which i'll discuss at the very end of the podcast but joseph have you ever had any sort of sleepover games that were scary or know of any yourself i think i think most of the sleepover games or like scary things that you do at a sleepover, which you like watching things that you normally shouldn't be in terms of like scary things that you you know normally wouldn't want to watch alone. So like movies. But it, yeah, it was like scary movies and things like that. But in terms of games, I think probably the only one that I, I don't even think we made it to the end, but at least talk about doing is is Bloody Mary. So you um, never actually did it. You just talked about doing I, it. I mean, yeah, it was always just like, you know, you have to say it X amount of times. It was like five or three. I don't remember. Five? It's usually five. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, this, um, I don't know if it's a, just this website said three, but I've also seen people say 13 times. Like, who has time yeah, to I, say her name 13 times? Not me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if nothing happens and you tell someone nothing happens, yeah. then they're like, oh, you didn't say it enough times. So they increase the number you're supposed to yeah. have said it. Yeah. But I mean, the only time we would like light candles and stuff too. And like, I, I, this was actually with our cousin Francesco. I was, like, I was really only at his place that we mm. would, when, we, when I sleep over there, we would try doing that stuff. Right. Um, but we never really made it. We would like light a little candle, like one of those... Uh, like what are those tea, the party the light, light ones and yeah. just yeah and just like say it a couple times and then forget about it but mostly because there's something about being in the suburban place that's just scarier i think yeah because it's more open and stuff yeah. and i guess you hear noise strange noises and stuff whereas being in the city you hear what like cars and trains and stuff and you can actually explain that i guess yeah <laughs> I think most of the time there were sleepovers we would just play like in with anyone I would just play video games so it never right. or like a scary video game yeah we'd never like summon anything or do crazy attempt fate crazy stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah what about you um actually I went to when I was in was the sixth grade oh wait I, I remember you have a crazy story about do this I? yeah I remember this that this was like there was something related to Bloody Mary, I thought. Oh, was this well, you who told me this? Oh, I Maybe don't know. you have this story. I'll tell the story and then. Yeah, maybe you this can is tell the me one. The, the one. So I, yeah. I was in the sixth grade, and it wasn't a sleepover, but a girl in my class had a birthday party, and it was in like a kind of a hall place. Um, and these girls were like, "Ooh, let's play Bloody Mary," and I was like, "No, you're okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit out here." 
where everybody else is. So a bunch of them went into the bathroom and did it. And then they all came running out. And I was like, oh, God, what happened? And one of them was like, yeah, yeah, we saw her. Look at us. We've got this one's got a scratch on her arm. And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> what? So I I never actually did it myself. I think I never... that was the story that you told me. Uh, but it was yeah. like back then remembering it, it was like she had a huge like gash and was like bleeding everywhere <laughs> but maybe it's just because i was i was younger or something yeah i mean i remember it it's one of my clearer memories which is a bit strange but she it was just like the tiniest scratch oh so it wasn't anything super serious so, yeah. i see mm-hmm. yeah so i've got a couple i don't know if they're well known or not you'll have to tell me um sleepover games that i found online from scaryforkids.com and like reading some I know it's so funny like reading some of these is that a kids website yeah well I guess so it says scary for kids and it's like oh here's stuff that you can do in a sleepover and it's like Uh. I've kind of read some of these things and they are terrifying and this website actually has other things like things other than sleepover games and some of the images are really scary so I don't know hmm. what kids are. That's that's the problem with like gen- this generation versus like yours or mine yeah. even is like the internet or looking thing like the instructions on how to do these things were all word of mouth. Yeah. So there was no like instruction manual. <laughs> yes, and here they're all conveniently compiled for your uh, scaring pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Um, so I will start with the first one called Cat Scratch. Have you heard of this one? No. No, I just know that that dumb cartoon of Cat Scratch. <laughs> I don't you know, think it has anything up. to do with this one, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I hope not. <laughs> so this one involves telling a scary story about a cat. Um, the game is also known as Cat Scratches and Black Cat Scratch. You hmm. need at least two people to play this game. So for the first step, you sit down on the floor, uh, the other person lies on the floor on their back with their head in your lap, uh, and everyone else, if there are anybody else, um, sit around in a circle. Then you have to rub the other person's temples in a soothing motion as you tell them a scary story about a cat. <laughs> and then, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this website gives you like three scary stories really that's scary they're just like oh this huh. a cat got hit by a car and died and scratched out a lady's eyes or something like that. Um, oh, I see. so okay. then <laughs> yeah so then after you tell this allegedly scary story the person is supposed to get up really quickly and you pull up the back of their shirt and red claw marks are supposed to appear on their bare back but they won't have felt anything why can't we should just try that now but how? You can't put your head in my lap. Yeah, I guess. Well, I want to try it and then I'll report back to you. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> so, yeah, that one's a bit like, oh, okay. Um, okay. But I don't know. That one, I don't really understand it. Red claw marks? I definitely haven't heard. Like... You haven't heard that. that one? Okay. No. So, the next one is Sandman game. Have you heard this one? Mm-hmm. You have? I've heard of the Sandman, but I haven't heard of this game. Ah, right. Well... So his game is you tell somebody a story about having their body filled with sand and they're supposed to feel much heavier. Known as sand, known as sandbags. So for this one, you also need at least two people. So Mm -hmm. first, one person has to lie down on the floor on their back and everyone else sits in a circle around them. It's always always a circle. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you tell the person to close the person laying down to close their eyes and relax. And then you tell them a scary story about how they were injured or died and that they were cut open and filled with sand. Oh my god. Um, and you can also no, you can also change the story to be like dirt, leaves, twigs, like just things like that I guess would be quite heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you make up the story, you have to tell the person to concentrate on the story only. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever you're talking about a specific body part in the story, such as the arm, leg, or stomach, you're supposed to run the fi- your finger lightly up and down that particular body part. Mm-hmm. And then after this, after the story's over, you're supposed to tell the person to open their eyes and get up. But when they try to stand up, they'll feel really heavy. 
as if their body is filled with sand. I see. So these are like mind <laughs> games. Yeah, these two definitely are because, yeah. Have you ever done? Well, I mean, like, this one maybe hypnosis type things. No, I, that scares me as well. So there is a, there was like, I guess these these hypnosis. There's there are a bunch of these videos. I think there's like a couple of famous people. Like most of them are for de-stressing. Like you can find these YouTube videos or whatever. Mm, yeah. And I didn't believe in it at all. And from what I'd heard, like. Bristol told me that you don't really know like that you don't know if you're asleep it doesn't feel like you've slept but you also can't account for the time that's passed of the whole video yeah yeah and like I tried this one because I was like trying to de-stress and like you know you just listen to this boring guy say things and then there's like so you just sounds found, of like, the a waves YouTube video yeah and then right. like it's true though you, you just like can't account for the time and then he just says wake up and like that's all you hear and then you're like back to being conscious but oh. it's super weird because like you just can't it's, that's I don't know what he says in like between like okay you're feeling very heavy like your eyes are feeling feeling very mm -hmm. heavy and then you just he just says wake up like who knows well, did what did you feel were you distressed de-stressed when you woke up not really oh but my mind is very like hard to de-stress I think so it's not this guy's oh. fault probably but it just reminds me so of that of that Sandman thing yeah yeah I guess so I would, did you like go back and listen to what <laughs> no, he was? No, I didn't. But it definitely didn't feel like I was sleeping. Like right, it's almost just... like you're just blank. Oh. Like you just. That's weird. You just don't have any thoughts of anything. Like your eyelids are just unable to open, and but you're oh, not really sleeping. Mm -hmm. Like I guess you're more clearing your mind, not really thinking right. of anything. Oh, interesting. But yeah, those are. I remember creepy. when. Yeah. When I went on a, a cruise, they had, like, you know how every night they have, like, an entertainment thing? Yeah. Um, and one of the nights when I went, they had, like, a hypnosis mm -hmm. guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what the point of it was. But um, he was, like, telling everyone in the audience, and there were obviously quite a lot of people because it was in, like, a theater, mm -hmm. and it was pretty full. And he's like, oh, everybody close your eyes. Um, do this stuff um, and so like he would be like close your eyes lift your hand do this stuff or whatever and so certain people would do it and some people were not doing it um, and I was like well I can hear everything that he's saying mm -hmm. so am I going to put my hand up yeah I am because he's going to tell me or do I not do it because I don't, I don't want to but he ended up picking a certain amount of people I guess who he felt was most susceptible mm -hmm. to his hypnosis and brought them up on stage and like made them do ridiculous things and then obviously snapped them out of it and they were just like oh what happened <laughs> but <laughs> I mean I don't know how much I believe that so much because I like more the more the the old school like hypnosis stuff with the you know like the those images or like even the little pocket watch that's swinging like that ah, kind of yeah. like messing with mm. your as if it's just some guy like telling you to relax i'd feel like i don't know yeah it makes well, it make also... more sense to me that there's some like visual trigger that makes you go into some trance and then you can like be you know com commanded mm. or something i wonder if so you don't think like um audible cues would be something you think that's more visual? I think I think so. I feel like the like these audible cues of, for example, like oh you're filling with sand, and then if you're not yeah. thinking about anything else, you're gonna feel more like there's definitely science behind this. I think. Yeah, well, like so, even I don't know if you've taken like yoga classes or me like meditation classes. They're just like pretend your body is melting into the floor and like this yeah. is supposed to feel really good and stuff. And obviously you're, I don't know. I've done it, but I haven't felt like I was melting into the floor. But I yeah. guess it's a bit different than. The thing is, like heavy. your brain is just so so powerful that if you like convince yourself that that mm. this person is like really able to do this to you, then you're you're just gonna do it. I yeah. feel like your brain will just trick yourself into into doing random things. Yeah, and that could be another way or reason why um, people see ghosts. Yeah, because they just think they're going to, and then their brain sort of misinterpret something else I, I feel like most most of these ghosts I've had I haven't had like 
it's always at night but like if i'll go check the mail like i'll mm. i'll notice i notice this is happening a lot more in, in like the lab when it's later at night because my goggles are are um like a little bit reflective at the corners like in the mm -hmm. periphery yeah and so even if like i turn quickly it seems like there's like a shadow that moves by and then i'll look and there's nothing right and like i guess your brain yeah, just know. automatically thinks that something bad is going to happen because it needs to be on alert all the time, maybe? Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. Just for survival. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, you, yeah. you have... The, I have quite a this few is, more. This is, the, this is the only two, these are only two that fall into that category of like hypnosis type things? No, this, I mean, this next one, it says that it is a form of hypnosis, but okay. it's also a bit weird. So this one is called Concentrate. Have you mm -hmm. heard of this one? No. No. And so the object of this game is to find out how you're going to die. What the heck? I don't know. Morbid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to play this one, again, you only need two people. So you begin by telling the other person to close their eyes. Then you stand behind them and say the chant while performing the rituals. During this chorus, you pound lightly on the person's back with your fists while you chant. During the verses, you perform the actions while you chant. Um, and it has like the verse, so it's just like concentrate on what I'm saying, I'm gonna crack an egg on your head, blah, 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 things like this. Um, um, so at the very end, it says like, oh, you're feeling dizzy, you're gonna, you're standing on a ledge, you're feeling dizzy, um, and then somebody comes up and pushes you, and then you have to push them. <laughs> Um, but just oh enough to make them tip, f I know, awful, just to make them tip forward and regain their balance. Um, and then mm -hmm. you tell them to open their eyes and ask them what color they saw when you push them. Mm -hmm. And depending on the color that they saw, allegedly represents how they're going to die. What? <laughs> what are some examples? Have so I've got all the colors. So red means they're going to be stabbed. Blue means they're going to drown in water. Uh, okay. I mean, what else are you going to drown in? But yellow means you're po you're going to be poisoned. Orange means you're going to burn to death in a fire. Green means that you're going to fall from a height and die on grass. What? Like out of a hot air balloon? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Purple means you're going to suffocate. Brown means you're going to be buried alive. Gray means that you're going to die of a disease in hospital. White means that you're going to die of old age and go to heaven. And black means that you're going to die of old age and go to hell. Wow. Yeah, so there's another one to... Those colors to are, work. like, directly related to, like, yeah. what you would expect yeah. them to be. <laughs> yeah. Because you can make little comments on this website. Somebody's mm -hmm. like, I got teal. <laughs> so. <laughs> I got blue and wow. green. How does that work? So, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean I think that one's ridiculous because you close your eyes and you see colors anyway sometimes yeah I don't know I don't know how I feel about that one but I probably wouldn't I still probably wouldn't play it because it's too scary yeah well I feel like if you know the colors <laughs> beforehand like that would have been a good one to play where you don't tell them anything about the color ah uh, yeah that's very true yeah yeah but I guess you can try it on someone else now that you have yeah. the, the key, the That's color true. key. <laughs> um, another one is called Baby Blue. Have you heard this one? No. Like, are these like global no. like sleepover things, or is this like a UK thing? These ones, I think these ones are American, oh. but there are some later on that are played okay. elsewhere, and I'll I guess I'll stipulate when it's somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> So, Baby Blue, it says, is an urban legend about a strange game, a strange game that kids play in bathrooms. If you perform the ritual, they say an evil, ghostly infant will appear in your Dora. arms, and it's closely related to Bloody Mary. So, in, in order to play this Blue Baby Blue, you have Wait, to go into the called? bathroom on your own. Blue Baby Blue? Well, the, before it said, yeah, Blue, blue Baby okay. Blue. So in order to play, you have to go into the bathroom by yourself, mm -hmm. no thanks, turn off the lights and lock the door. Nope. Then you stare into the mirror, hold out your arms like you're rocking a baby and repeat the words baby blue, blue baby 13 times without making a mistake. 
If you do it right, you'll suddenly feel the weight of an invisible baby in your arms, and the baby will get heavier and heavier as it grows larger and larger, and you'll feel it scratching your arms. But before it gets too heavy, you have to quickly take the invisible baby, flush it down the toilet, and run out of the bathroom. If you don't do it fast enough, a hideous woman will appear in the mirror. She will yell, give me back my baby, and scream loud enough to break oh my gla- God. glass. And if you're still holding the baby, she'll that's kill awful. you. That's awful for Isn't so that many disgusting? reasons. One, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's really bad. Maybe I should turn the light on in my this room that I'm in. Oh, I, I don't feel like, like it. Yeah, that's that's um, probably like the worst one I've heard. That's ter- It's terrifying. You have to do like objectives. Um, like imagine you just tell your friend to just like, oh yeah, just say this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't it. tell them. <laughs> I don't know, but um, they have like a little story here that um. So according to the urban legend, a group of girls found out about this story and decided to try it out because they mm-hmm. didn't believe it uh, It didn't wor- It wouldn't work. So they sent one of their friends into the bathroom by herself and did what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said that she was... So the baby began scratching her and she was really scared and didn't know what to do. So she just stood there holding the mm-hmm. baby um, and then she saw something terrible in the mirror. Um, but when and so she obviously screamed because she was scared but because the door was locked her friends couldn't get in Um, but when they actually they later broke down the door they found her lying dead on the bathroom floor with her eyes being scratched out oh my god and it says they couldn't move her body because something large and invisible was pinning her to the ground oh wow (laughs) and apparently that's like from 30 years ago that's wow. so yeah I don't like that one but again I feel like these ones could also be kind of not hypnosis but you know what's going to happen especially with this one that it like you say it does have objectives where you're like you have to do this and this and this and this so you think oh oh, all these things are going to happen and maybe you do get into that mindset where I don't know you think it's going to happen and you kind of just scare mm-hmm. yourself a little bit yeah, now that I think about it, we used yeah, to always, like, like throw... Well, not we. was involved, too. But we usually just watch. But, like, Francesco would just sort of, like, push her in the bathroom and hold the door closed and, like, make her, <laughs> her do... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think anything, like... So she definitely won't yeah, want to play this game. I don't think anything game. ever... Ha- like, that, those, that was the, usually what happened, is we yeah. would, like, joke about doing it. Because she was really scary when yeah. she was little. Like, and I think I told you, like, it'd be super early because she'd wake up, like, six, and she'd just yeah. stand in the doorway of the bedroom with her mm. blanket, and it's just, like, this silhouette of, like, this little kid, like, like staring <laughs> at you, and you'd close your eyes, like, after you saw it. Yeah. It peaked, and then you open again, and she had somehow moved, like, up to your face, and it was, like, she's just in yeah. your face because she just wanted you to wake up, but it was, like, horrifying. Yeah. Well, to be honest, you used to do that to me. I think like kids just do that, home. like it, a lot. But just I would stand around. And yeah, it's like... they just want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just want like they just want people to wake up and sort of play. With That's them like one thing that I I would not I'm scary. not looking forward to is like if you have kids and then they're scared of something like that because they like yeah. when they get scared of things, like <gasps> I know it, they're they're horrifying. Like some yes. especially if there's no prompting them, they're like oh someone's in my and or like there's a there's something in my closet, and yes. you're like okay this is the part where i go and it's like a i'm a not checking go to sleep but then you have to like yeah you know you obviously can't show that you're what are you gonna be like oh god like come sleep with me like you can't do that and they're never gonna be in the room again so it's like exactly and, but then you see yeah. all these movies or all these things where the kids <laughs> like oh there's a goat like i've talked to some guy today in my room or like there's a friend like i have a friend and you're like please mm-hmm. god let, let you be just like having imaginary friends and it's not some like oh this guy doesn't yeah. like doesn't like you wants you to go away it's like oh my god i would just move yeah and then they come into the room with a yeah. doll or it's something like, <laughs> i wonder how many parents like actually just have to suck it up and and like that's the po- point in your life where you really overcome your your fears because you have to like compose yourself Maybe. for that i mean how many times yeah. do you just like go sleep with like your parents when you're a kid because you're scared or something like yeah that was 
And that always seemed to work pretty well. I just remember mom would always be like, oh, just pray. <laughs> if yeah. I was like, couldn't sleep at night, I was like super scared. She'd be like, oh, just say, <laughs> just say a prayer. Like, that's what I do. And I would just do it. And it like, it would work, I guess. Although for us, like even going to the yeah. bathroom, like there was that, you know, the staircase that leads out. Yes. It's super because dark it's and so it curves. Dark. So like there's that blind spot. So dark. And then. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I hate looking. I, I feel and like And there's the mirror on the door outside the, the bathroom, so you, there's like too many reflections. Yes. And then for me, it was always the worst because <laughs> I, I had agree. to like climb up the freaking bunk bed ladder like super fast. I would like jump up like four uh -huh. rungs and yeah. just like jump into the. Yeah, and then put yeah. your phone Well, it didn't help that you you the were the worst. Like, I'd be sleeping up there and you had that big blue dog <laughs> that was like disgusting looking. And you would just slowly. Yeah, oh, you would just like slowly raise it so that I could like, oh, like it would just appear like above the thing, or like its head would just slowly come up, and it was like it was the worst. Or like when you when you were on top and I was like, I guess when I was a little more young younger, so that I could I couldn't climb up. Yeah. And you would just have uh -huh. like the sheets over your head and yeah. just be sitting up, and I would like sometimes just go and like check check around, and you would just be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I also would put like stuffed animals, like little heads, hanging over the side of the bunk bed. Yeah. As well, well, also another thing like, that you that you up? did that was <laughs> like also really horrifying was when the crack between our bunk bed and the wall, because we had like the T-shaped one. Yes. So if I looked in that little crack, uh -huh. sometimes you'd also stick like things in there. Oh yeah, yeah. or like my head my little face we'd like look at each other and be like oh, this, God, this reminds me of the this story <laughs> when this was like five years ago this was not when i was a kid where there was like the yeah. scratching like i was i was just applying to i had just i guess gotten acceptance letters to grad school and the bed like had been shifted mm -hmm. around and i think this was before the new bed frame anyway there was like scratching and like a scurrying and i'm like what is it? like this is not normal i'm like i was freaking out and then it just yeah. I just kept hearing the scratching like between the wall and like my first fear is not ghosts it's like a giant bug because that's the worst possible outcome <laughs> and so I'm like looking around yeah. and, and then I'm like finally it's like pitch black and I'm like okay I just gotta go to bed and the scratching like intensifies and it keeps getting louder and louder and I'm like just turn my flashlight on and look in the crack like that I just explained to you and there's this like mouse just looking mm -hmm. up and I screamed so loud that I like woke everyone up <laughs> and he's just like looking up and that oh that mouse was the Aww. worst like it was like a comedy act like I had a final the next day and like I remember it was just off like any trap I would put down for this mouse he would outsmart it it was impossible like he just lived under my bed forever <laughs> and then eventually he he Aww, died like, like a, a horrible death he like got crushed by my GRE study book that was like a thousand pages Oh, what a way to go. I almost went that way, too. So oh, no. Better him than me. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, that oh, was... So that wasn't even from being a kid. That was just in general. Yeah, but it's always... It has to do with sleeping. Yeah, at night. What, like, I guess that's when you're at your most vulnerable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next one... The Candyman. And do you heard about this one? Yeah, I think mostly with. I don't actually know the lore. Though. Like, mm. I don't know. I can tell. I don't. You. I know that the game <laughs> is similar to Bloody Mary, but I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently, it's an urban ed legend that tells the scary story of a murdered slave who returns from the dead in search of revenge if mm -hmm. you say his name five times. Um, there's a few movies about them about him um and there's also going to be one coming out i think it was supposed to come out this year um but obviously that's been delayed um so yeah so according to the legend if you look into the mirror and chant the name Candyman five times he will appear behind you and kill you with a hook um so because he it says for you see the Candyman is a vicious killer with a bloody hook for a hand hmm. um, and so sometimes he appears in the mirror covered in blood and bees and he has nothing but murder on his mind wait he's covered in bees yeah so there's ghost bees i don't know why he's <laughs> ghost bees well yeah i guess unless they're real bees 
bone. Where did the beef come from? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's a lore with this one. It says, so they say many years ago the Candyman was a real man. Back in the days of slavery, Candyman was a black slave named Daniel Robitaille. Mm-hmm who worked on a plantation in New Orleans. He was a talented painter and was chosen by the plantation owner to paint a portrait of his daughter. Daniel fell, Daniel fell in love with the daughter of the white plantation owner. Um, and when the racist plantation owner discovered that his daughter and Daniel were in love, he raised an angry mob and chased Daniel out of town. Um, armed with pitchforks and a pack of dogs, they chased the poor guy across fields and streams. Finally, they caught up with him near an old barn. And the evil men seized Daniel and cut off his right hand with a rusty saw. They then covered him in honey and oh threw him God. into a beehive. I know, it's not awful. And with a rusty Ugh. saw? Like, it's not even going to be a clean cut. Just like, crap. Um, it says, the unfortunate Candyman was in terrible pain and died from his injuries, but not before he cursed the men who killed him and vowed to return and exact his revenge. They say his spirit would never rest, and now his ghost walks in the world for all eternity, appearing when his name so is why, called... So why is he called Candyman? So it's a... I don't know. It doesn't say. Hmm. Because he's covered in honey? Oh, maybe. So I actually have a, like a story about this Candyman that I found on Reddit. Oh yeah, did, go for it. But did you have a story before oh, this one? Cool. No, I don't. So it's all yours. Okay. So this is. I'm just gonna gonna summarize this, or maybe I'll just read it so I don't miss anything. It's called. It's yeah, called Bobby's it. House. You can find that. There's like scary sleepover stories that you can find, obviously. Um, but mm-hmm. this is just one that I thought was related to what you would talk about. So here we go. It yeah. says. I used to have friends over at my house for sleepovers a lot when I was a kid. I enjoyed it, but they were always coming over to my house. I guess my parents were always happy that I had friends, but I w- but were unsure of why I never went to another friend's house for a sleepover there. Honestly, I can't even tell you why, thinking back on it as to why I was insistent on always hosting. I guess I always just felt more comfortable in my own home. When I was around 12 years old, my friend Bobby's mother would not let him come over and spend the night, but she told him it was alright if I came over and spent the night. I was really in the mood for a sleepover, so I went ahead and did it. The night actually went really well. Bobby's mom went to bed early, but she allowed us to remain up later and watch movies. We, of course, watched a few scary movies without her permission. Bobby assured me that his mom slept like a rock and would not be woken up by the movie. But the time that we were done, uh, but by the time that we were done, we were both really tired and really, really scared. Hey, you want to do the Candyman thing? Bobby asked me. I guess I should have mentioned that the last movie we watched was Candyman. I was too scared to actually want to do it, but also didn't want to go wuss in front of best friends. Um, we went to the bathroom with the lights on, recited the name five times. We paused before the last one. I guess we were trying to test the other one to see if he would go through with it. We finally did get it out. Then Bobby flipped the light off, and of course nothing happened. Even though nothing happened, we were both still generally frightened when we got into bed. I feel like that's pretty common, where you think like it's just delayed or something. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, We talked for a little while and then went right to sleep. I woke up feeling thirstier than I could have ever imagined. Getting up, I stumbled out of bed and downstairs while not turning any light on at all. When I walked into the kitchen, I turned the light on. Immediately, I saw a man, a huge man, at the far window. Actually, he was going through the window. He was half in and half out, and was now looking right at me. I couldn't have waited too long, but it seemed like forever. I was terrified and much more terrified than I had been when we did the Candyman thing earlier. I then began thinking, even though it was crazy, that it was the candy man showing up late. I was tired, so my thinking could not have been rational. But before the guy could get all the way through the window, I screamed and ran in the other direction and up the stairs back to Bobby's mother's room. I pounded on the door. Bobby had woken up, and he came into the hallway before his mom had opened the door. Finally, the door opened. She looked at us and then suddenly passed us. Both Bobby and I turned and noticed the man reaching the top of the stairs. Quickly, she ushered us into the room and locked the door, called 911, and grabbed her gun from the closet. She told the guy, who was now rattling the door, that she had a gun and would use it. That didn't deter him until she fired off a shot. He ran off. When the police got there, it turns out that Bobby's mother knew the man. He was an ex who was now stalking her. He violated a restraining order to get back into the house and get her. He was quickly arrested, and I never had a sleepover at anyone's, anyone else's house ever since. Well, I mean, that's really scary. Yeah, like, somebody scary. breaking into yeah, your house. Yeah, especially after doing that. And you're like, what the hell? 
Yeah. And I think it's even scarier when, like, you know, usually you go and you're like, oh, someone's there, and then nothing's there after. But then if they're just, like, an adult yeah. is like, I'm going to get my gun, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that does sound scary. I think the yeah, theme of, like, looking up this type anywhere. of thing, these true scary sleepovers, is, like, from what I've gathered reading them, it's not really that anything supernatural happens. It's mostly, like, scary situations. Like, creepy people at the mm -hmm. sleepover that, like, are watching people sleep and stuff, but not, like, as a result of the game. Yeah. I think pe real people right. are probably yeah. the scariest things on the planet anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really... Yeah, no, agree. Yeah, yeah I agree 100%. So that's all that I had for that one. So, I don't know if you want, want to go oh, to your cool. next one. Interesting. Next one is, my next one is called The Fortune Game. And this one is actually an ancient Japanese fortune telling fortune telling mm -hmm. ritual. Um, so apparently uh, this was really popular years ago in Japan. Um, and it's called the Tijui Ura. Probably said that completely wrong. But it's the Crossroads Fortune Telling. Mm -hmm. Um, and in Europe, it's called the Crossroads Divination. Mm -hmm. So in order to play this game, you'll need a comb and something to cover your face. It can be played alone or with friends. And then it says, caution, we advise you not to play this Whoa. game. Years ago, some Japanese people would commit suicide after playing this game because they did not like the prediction of the future that they were given. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. just a little disclaimer there. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take a comb and go to a crossroads in the evening after dark. Sound the comb three times by drawing your finger across the teeth of the comb. Chant the following three times and it's... Wait, is it, you said they go into a forest? It. So, I, like... Oh. Uh, the crossroads. So I guess any okay. sort of... Yeah. A street. Um, and then you're, so you're supposed to chant the following three times, Tijui Ura, Tijui Ura, grant me a mm -hmm. true response. Then you're supposed to wait for a stranger to pass by, and it has to be a stranger, not mm -hmm. somebody that you know. When you see the stranger approaching, cover your face with something, a book, a newspaper, or a bag. If there are other people with you, they also have to cover Wow. And you're supposed to ask the stranger to tell you your fortune. What? If the stranger doesn't answer or refuses to tell you, you have to wait for another stranger to pass by. What? Uh, and then in Europe, they also believe that the ghosts of the dead walked alone the roads at the uh, walked alone the roads at the night, um, and they believe that the devil could be found at the crossroads, disguised in human form. So. Um, when in Europe they think that they are asking their fortune to be told by a ghost or the devil. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And then so also the game this game became so popular that the Japanese produced the little crackers with fortunes inside. Um, and they were called Tijui Ura Senbai, which means crossroads fortune telling crackers. Hmm. <laughs> and this is where fortune cookies came from. There's like, does this have anything to do with that Japanese, like, it's a really infamous, like, forest where there's a lot of cases of suicide in the forest? <gasps> you know, no, I don't know, because, um, it says it specifically wants crossroads. Hmm. So I don't know. Can you have crossroads in a forest? Possibly. Yeah, maybe. If you have, like, a path. But you have to wait for a stranger yeah, to come. Probably so not if you're good. in the forest, you might be waiting yeah. for a long time. <laughs> hmm. And then, and then also there's another disclaimer that says, note, another reason why we recommend you don't play this game is that standing at a crossroads in the dark talking to strangers is an excellent way to get mugged or kidnapped. Yeah, or that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so that one's quite scary. With this, but I don't know what this person's supposed to tell you. Can you imagine... If you are like the stranger, I feel like you're gonna have a great life. <laughs> yeah, just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll have one now. Have one called the Red Book, mm -hmm. and this is a game from Mexico, where you use a book to contact a spirit who will answer questions and divine the future. And it's also known as El Juego del Libro Rojo, which is the game of the red. To play this game, you need a hardcover red book without pictures and at least one red candle to light the room. The game can only be played with two or more people. So you're supposed to place the palm of your hand on the cover of the book, close your eyes, and say aloud, Red book, can I enter your game? 
You have to keep your eyes closed, open the book to a random page and point to a sentence. And that should be the answer to your questions. And you have to interpret it yourself. If the answer is positive, you can play the game. If the answer is negative or doesn't make sense, the question may have been poorly worded or contact with the spirit was not That's established. And in, yeah, <laughs> but in this case, you have to try again. Oh. Um, everyone can take turns asking questions and the spirit will answer through the book. Hmm. Um, but in order to end the game, you have to ask Red Book, can I leave your game? And you cannot end the game until all players have permission to leave. I see word that you have to like end it or whatever. You have well, I guess you just have to find yes in a book. Yeah. And I guess that's not maybe too hard. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you just keep getting no. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of like an Ouija board kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I have another one called the Picture Game. I know somebody who will really like this, Mom. Uh, so it's called The Picture Game. It's a scary paranormal ritual you can play at sleepovers where you attempt to take photos of a ghost. So in order hmm. to play this game, you need at least two, two people. The more players, the better. So you'll need a long string or a rope, a small mirror for each player, a camera with a flash, a glass and scissors, or a knife. What? Uh, make a circle. Yeah, so you're supposed to make a circle with the rope and tie a knot in it. Place it in the center of the room. Fill the glass with a little alcohol and place it in the center of the rope circle. Have each person sit around the circle, holding their mirrors in front of them, pointing at the ceiling. Turn off the lights. Have everyone close their eyes and hold their hands. Each person says one after the after the other, "I trust you." Have everyone say three times in unison, "The door is open. Please come in." Everyone can open their eyes, and whatever wants to come through, comes through. Uh, then you're supposed to pass the camera around the circle. When each person gets the camera, they say out loud, I caught you, oh and God. take a picture pointing forward with the flash on. You're not supposed to look at the view of the image, and you're supposed to pass the camera around the circle three mm -hmm. times. Um, to end the game, you have to have everyone close their eyes and say three times in unison, it's time to go home. Then everyone turns their mirrors face down, turn on the lights, and use a scissor or a knife to cut the rope circle open. Then you can take the alcohol outside and pour it in the dirt, and then now you can look at your photos. That's kind of cool. And it's, yeah, and then it says there's four warning mm -hmm. things. So number one, do not step into the circle at any time during the game. Number two, if anyone starts crying or feels sick during the game, don't allow them to take photos. What? Three, if anyone's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, three, if anyone starts to act strange or if they're not acting themselves, end the game immediately. Uh, and then number four, it says, if anyone says out loud that they're scared or afraid, end the game immediately or it will take advantage of Oof. the weak person. That one's... I don't like this one. <laughs> I would not play this like, game. What is, I don't, I've never heard of this summoning ritual. I guess it's supposed to like catch the spirit. That's. Is that why it's called oh. the spirit? Oh. Like, you know, like when you. I don't know. I don't know. That one's cool. But yeah, you just throw it outside. But that one requires like, like a lot of organization. Yeah. yeah. And a really long rope. Wait, you have to sit. You're you're sitting in the <laughs> middle of the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Make a circle with the rope and tie it. Place it in the center of the room. Oh no, maybe not. Maybe you sit like, around it. Like, does the circle just go in the alcohol? So I guess it can be I a little time. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, no, sorry. Each person sits around the circle. Uh, yeah, and the little alcohol glass goes into the center oh. of the rope circle. Okay. Yeah. There you go. But, yeah, I don't like that one. That one's scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's one called Red Door, Yellow Door. Um, and it's a scary paranormal game, again, to play sleepovers. Um, and it can also be called the black door, white door, or doors of the mind. Uh, one person is supposed to act as a guide, puts you into a trance, and leads you through doors and rooms of your mind. Mm. Um, so you obviously need at least two people, one being the guide and one being the subject. Um, so the guide sits down on the floor, cross-legged, with a pillow on their lap. You lie on the ground with your head on the pillow and close your eyes. Raise your hands in the air and try to relax. Your eyes must be kept closed during the game. I mean, if you have to put <laughs> your hands in the air, 
that's not really relaxing yeah. <laughs> because surely it would just be I don't know uncomfortable for a while then the guide is supposed to um, massage your temples with your fingers in a circular motion while chanting red door yellow door any other color door over and over um, and if there's anybody else in the room watching they have to chant as well when you feel yourself slipping into a trance and you can see a room or doors in front of you lower your arms this is the signal for the chanting to stop and the game will begin the guide asks you questions getting you to describe your surroundings and prompting you to open doors whenever the guide asks you a question you should answer it so some of the questions um, they should ask is are you in a room describe the room uh, what color are the doors things like that and then it says if you encounter people in the rooms it may be wise not to interact with them usually they turn out to be evil or try to trick you <laughs> then it also says if you find yourself in a room of clocks leave immediately clocks can trap you uh, then you can go wherever you want but it's better to go up than to go down light things tend to be better than dark things uh, and it says if you become trapped in a room you have to try and wake up or you'll be trapped forever then it says if you die in the game you could also die in life uh, if you encounter a man in a suit who makes you feel uneasy, you should end the game immediately. And, and in, a, in an emergency, if you're unable to wake up, it may be necessary for the guide to shake you roughly until you wow. awaken. Yeah. If you want a scary yeah. guided meditation, it's the one That's for you. Would you play that game? I think so. I would want to be the guide, but not the person <laughs> playing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is called Sweet Tooth, and this one mm -hmm. originated in Russia, where it's popular with kids and teenagers. I cannot read Russian, so unfortunately I cannot okay. pronounce it in Russian. But it's basically called, it translates to Sweet oh Tooth Gnome. And basically, gnome? it's a ritual that involves summoning a gnome that will eat <clears throat> your chocolate. Why would anyone want that to happen? <laughs> yeah, so this one? I don't know. I mean, it sounds hilarious. So here we go. So you need at least two people to play this game, but the more people you have, the better. The game must be played in complete darkness. It should only be done at night, after midnight, but before dawn. During the ritual, you have to be very quiet. Do not laugh or speak louder than a whisper. In order to play the game, you need a bar of chocolate, a mirror, thread or thin string, and a pair of scissors. So first you have to take the mirror, place it on the floor, directly underneath the light in the ceiling, and the mirror should be facing up. Tie a long thread around the bar of chocolate and suspend it from the light above so that it's just hanging over the mirror but not touching. Hmm. Everyone is supposed to sit in a circle around the mirror. Every person in the room must play the game. If somebody doesn't want to play, they have to leave the room until the game is over. One person holds out the scissors and prepares to cut the thread. Do not cut the thread yet, just get ready to do it. The person gets Another person gets up to switch off the light and then they have to re quickly rejoin the circle. The person with the scissors cuts the thread. You will heal the chocolate bar, fall into the mirror. Everyone has to chant, sweet tooth, sweet tooth, please come home hmm. three times. Uh, everyone has to remain silent and wait. And then you'll, you're supposed to hear a rustling noise. And it's the sound of the gnome <laughs> unwrapping the chocolate bar. Uh, <laughs> but you have to wait until the rustling sound stops and then you have to count to 10. And then somebody has to get up and switch on the light again. So it says there are several things that may happen. One, the gnome may eat the chocolate. Two, the gnome may leave teeth marks or bite marks in the chocolate. Or three, the gnome may leave a present of more chocolate oh. for you. <laughs> which is really cute but <laughs> it says this ritual is very low risk but you have to be careful to obey the rules if you don't the gnome could bite you or escape from the mirror into our <laughs> world if the gnome escapes they <laughs> if he escapes they say it will hide in your house and bite your toes <laughs> while you sleep I want to do this I'm <laughs> in Long Island next time <laughs> Yeah, that one sounds really cute. But I guess. I like it. I mean, it I don't know. It scary. But no. no. Okay, I'll give you one before we go on to Bloody Mary. So this one's called Sarah Sarita, um, and this mm -hmm. is played by kids and teenagers in Mexico. It involves contacting the ghosts of two young girls who were murdered. 
Um, so yeah. Oh, and also it says they say that a number of kids in Mexico had to go to a psychiatrist or replaced in mental asylums after playing Dude, this. Dude, I would never mess with Mexican ghosts. <laughs> no, no, I think we should do a podcast on like Mexican lore and ghosts and yeah. stuff because they've There's got some lot. really scary things. It's because yeah. I think it's also because like religion is so important. Like mm-hmm. some, in most yeah. Mexican culture, so it's even scarier. Yeah, yeah. Like they have Day of the Dead and stuff, and yeah. they're supposed to honor all these spirits and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So um, the kid, this happened to the kids because they didn't end the game properly. Um, to play this game, you need two players and two coins of the same value. So the two of you are supposed to sit on the ground, facing each other, and holding a coin in your hand. Both of you are supposed to say out loud, Sarah, Sarita, can I enter the game? Throw the coin over your head so that it lands on the ground behind you. If the two coins land on heads, it means the answer is yes. If the two coins land on tails, it means the answer is no. If one lands heads and the other tails, the answer is maybe. (laughs) If you both get yes, you can begin the game and ask Sarah and Sarita questions. Um, And you're supposed to throw the coin over your head and you'll get the answer. So same as above. Mm-hmm. Um, then it says it's important to end this game properly or they say bad things will happen some people say that Sarah and Sarita are the ghosts of two murdered girls others say that they're evil spirits or demons communicating from hell and in mm-hmm. order to exit the game you need to ask them Sarita's oh, I guess it should say Sarah Sarita can I leave the game mm-hmm. and throw the coin over your head until you get the answer of yes um, and it says <laughs> warning some people have found that this game is very difficult to get out of there are reports that even though they did everything properly to end the game, it does not really end. Hours after playing the game and ending it, they get a sense that something is wrong. And then they say out loud, am I still in your game? And when they throw the coins over their heads, they say they get yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I feel like you should play this with like, something that's not a coin, because then there's not a 50% chance that it'll yeah. be like, scary. Like but if I it were a die or something. Yeah, well, just don't ask them that question. But, yeah, I guess that's yeah. yeah, that's too much. But then, but what yeah, do you apparent... do? You're just stuck. I guess I don't know. I mean, what are you asking them? No, like if you're if you're still in the game, like oh, you're just forever stuck. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess I don't know. They go to the hospital or something. They have to go see a psychiatrist. Maybe they see stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody said actually, like, there's like my story and experience. And so they played it, um, and apparently the, their dog died. And they were, they thought that they did. Sarah and Sarita did it. I see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, so that's scary. <laughs> no, I wouldn't play that game either. I mean, I wouldn't play any of these games, but... So, now we'll move on to Bloody Mary, which is um, maybe the most well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, so, according to the legend, you have to stand in a bathroom. I mean, I don't. it's always a bathroom you have to stand in. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I guess there's the only that? places that typically have, like, mirror, like, guaranteed Mirrors? to have a mirror. I don't know. Well, maybe. With candles. So There's a low risk to, like, I burning so. the house down. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because it'll be tile. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you have to stand in the bathroom with one candle lit and say Bloody Mary three times in a row. Um, and it says it is only the bravest of children who should attempt to do this because the story says it'll summon a ghost. <laughs> so, it says if you see her ghostly face in the mirror, it could have one of the following terrible consequences. Uh, your eyes being ripped out and your face horribly scarred, being found dead with claw marks all over your face and body, or disappearing mysteriously from the bathroom and ending up trapped in the mirror with the ghost for eternity. Ugh. That's awful. I never want to play this game. <laughs> I'm, like, de- not going to look in the mirror tonight. Either. Trapped in the mirror for eternity. Yes. I think mirrors scare me a little bit anyway. I don't really like looking at them. And I hate that the most in, like, scary movies. When people look in the mirror or they, they close, close the, the mirror and, like, some... Yeah, that's the worst. Like, you know 100% they're going to have put somebody there. Yeah. But it just gets me every time. Yeah, I hate that. 
But, um, yeah, do you know where the Bloody Mary legends comes from? Um, the UK. Well, uh, <laughs> it's just, um, yeah, apparently there's lots of believed, I don't know, places that it came from, mm -hmm. like the history of it. Um, so they think that it's based on mixed up legends and history, which then just uh, just came this became this one thing. Um, but the most common story that's told was that Bloody Mary was a witch that lived over a hundred years ago who dabbled in the black arts, um, and she was found out and executed. Oh, I didn't know that. There's I also she a was modern like royal, story royalty or something. Yeah, there's there's this one that you're right. It is um, that is she's based on Queen Mary the first of England. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so it's Mary Tudor, um, and so apparently she just was she she was a Catholic and earned the nickname Bloody Mary when she ordered the violent execution of numerous Protestants and burned countless people at the mm. stake for hearsay during her five year reign. She was also unable to have children and suffered two phantom pregnancies, um, and so this is why it's speculated that the variation involved chanting "I stole your baby" came. Became tangled up I with see. this legend. Yeah. So. This reminds me a lot of the Blair Witch Project. Why is that? The one you said the witch thing. That she was a. Oh witch. really? That was like oh. I I don't I feel like growing like growing up to hearing that because that was what like in the late '90s or something. I feel like that movie was. Like talked about as being like the scary, like one of the scariest, like mockumentary. I guess at the time but, it yeah, was. Yeah, and then like it still scares me, but it's actually not Have scary. You seen it? Yeah, it's just like oh, I haven't really. Seen the it's just like one. people disappearing, like you know. Yeah. The, it's one of those. It's like Found yeah, footage. It's all fake, obviously, but mm. like it's not. You don't actually well, see yeah. it. It's like oh, look at this symbol, and then like they're screaming, and you know, at the end there's like. <laughs> They, the camera cuts and like is talked about whether or not the last frame has something in it or whatever. Oh, so you, no, you, don't you see like nothing see the entire movie. Like the, the ending is like oh. there's a voice from the ba they get to like the place they're trying to go, um, and they're looking for their friend or something lost in the woods, and then they like go down to mm. the basement, hear some voice, and then there's silence. The camera falls, um, and then you just sort of like see the guy who was screaming face against the wall and then the other person's camera is oh. knocked down and then it just ends oh I think it's just the like being on edge is scary right so maybe you're just always constantly thinking and waiting for something to come yeah. and that's maybe the scariest but I guess that and the end, people like nothing, standing like, in corner, oh. like doing weird things like that. It also was super like freaks me yeah. out. Like, <laughs> do you see no, that often? But, but like, well, that's good. I don't know. There's just like if if I wake up and there's someone just like staring at me or like you know something like that. That doesn't also doesn't happen often. Well, or yeah. like someone in the corner like facing the well, corner of the that. room. Like it just like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah imagery in movies quite a lot there's also like some people that sleepwalk and do like weird things like they'll they'll be sleeping but also just standing like at the foot of the bed like or like in the corner or in in like crouched in yeah. the corner but they're like sleeping and it's like what are you doing don't do that <laughs> have you ever slept walked no have you slept sleepwalked slept walk i don't uh yeah once it was really weird um we were at home and I like ended up sitting on the couch and mom, I don't know how she knew, but walked in and was like, Lauren, what are you doing? And I was just sitting there and I was like, I'm just sitting in the pool. What? Yeah. I guess I was having a dream that I was in the Fortuna's pool. Well, how old were you? <laughs> um, maybe like 12, oh. 13. I was probably like junior high school. I see. So, yeah. Yeah, but she was just like, go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Yeah, I feel like like, but, uh, like the yeah. Bloody Mary stuff is most common, but then it's like it can't be real because so many so many people know about it and have done things that I don't know. 
But that's maybe the thing. You're expecting it to happen, and you kind of just yeah. Do it. I don't know. Or just there see was it. this like I don't know. like we said your brain this like element when I was in elementary school. This like fiasco. I think it was in like fourth mm-hmm. or fifth grade. And the girl, a couple yeah. of girls had gone in the bathroom and come out with like with pretty deep scratch marks, and like no, and they what? reported that they there. Do you remember this is in PS eighty five? I remember the in the cafeteria bathroom, like it was the bigger one, uh-huh. and then there there was like yeah. a big, like a door. There was like a door slash opening that was usually closed, and it like mm-hmm. inside the bathroom. I don't know if it like led to maybe some like. You would typically imagine this would be like a circuit breaker board or something. But anyway, they had right, mentioned that that just like creaked open and they saw like a wooden chair like in a little alcove in there. <gasps> uh-huh. And like that's the last, I mean, we weren't allowed to go in the girls' bathroom. So I, but they like wow. talked about that for a <laughs> while. And like, I actually remember like sneaking in. Maybe it was with Ian or someone actually <laughs> that we like went in and we didn't really we were like too scared of getting caught to really investigate. But I remember seeing that that door thing, yeah. but not inside. So I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> I do have like, or I did have kind of weird dreams about that school, but I guess you do when you're a kid, right? You just have anxiety dreams about being in school. Or at least I did. Oh, what? Dreams about what? I don't know. Just, like, walking into the school and just going in when it's, like, lunchtime in the cafeteria or something. You've had dreams of the cafeteria? Maybe not necessarily scared. Yeah. Just, like, walking into it. That's creepy. But, again, it's one of those things where it doesn't quite look like what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But my little dream self knows that it's that place. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite one of those stories? I don't know, favorite or like that baby blue one is really scary. Yeah, that was really scary. I think it's because it reminds me a lot of PT. You remember that game or the trailer? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like anything surrounding that. We'll have to do a podcast. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one is maybe the most scary. But I like the uh, goblin one. Yeah. Or whatever it was. The gnome. That was quite cute. The gnome. Yeah. yeah. So just imagine like a little gnome running around <laughs> your house. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all the stuff. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I think it was good to end with Bloody Mary. Let's see. Bloody Mary. One of the scarier of the yeah. ones. So I wonder if anyone has yeah. experiences with this that listens. Because we've been getting a lot of messages yeah. about them, about the podcast in general. We have. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely have to have like more guests and stuff on, because obviously our experiences can only go so far. So it'd be good to have people who have experienced things like this or have played these games, and maybe also we get the the opposite where nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. Or so definitely like reach out and, because we've had. I'd say we have like three or four people that will will guest star most likely about certain topics so yeah if there's something that mm-hmm. we haven't even if we've talked about it already in a related podcast maybe we'll do like case studies on a specific one and have people yeah so yeah that'd be good yeah um and we can always just if you don't want to if people don't want to you know come and speak to us then you can always send in our your stories and we can read it the following week or stuff like that it would be quite good or we can just compile all of the stories and then do a specific mm-hmm. podcast on that and just the stories that yeah, we totally. receive it's like quite, i like hearing about you know people's experiences because even though like sometimes i'm not really sure if i believe in stuff it'd be good to hear like people that I know stories rather than just I don't know anybody writing stuff on yeah. the internet because literally anyone can write anything exactly. so that would be quite interesting all right yeah. sounds good so cool so thanks for listening to our podcast again um make sure to um oh yeah for on our Instagram I guess I'll put some of the really scary <laughs> images of, of like baby yeah. blue and bloody mary yeah. and stuff maybe don't make the um, first one yeah the i mean scary I'll, one. <laughs> no <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i'll put like a cat yeah. scratch like a little swipe first and then we like swipe yeah. it on the wrist literally uh, <laughs> 
but yeah so thanks everyone for listening and please give us a like share subscribe we're on instagram facebook soundcloud apple podcasts google podcasts and all